0: Welcome back to the Fit-ish Project with your host, myself, Lathan Bass. On this podcast, we try to make health and fitness practical for the average person like me and you. So today we are going to get into a topic that I think is very underrated and something that is probably not talked about enough. Um, And reason being is because a lot of us get into fitness because obviously we have certain goals, whether it's about how we look, whether it's about how we feel, maybe it's for the mental benefits, but we have reasons that we specifically get into fitness. And typically it's because we want to you know, chase goals and see progress and get better, feel better, all that kind of stuff. Um, but one of the big issues that I see is that people struggle to stay consistent. And I think one of the big issues with staying consistent is they have unrealistic expectations of what progress actually looks like. They don't really know what they're looking for when it comes to progress, and that just hinders people into making better and faster progress. Uh, So today we're going to talk a little bit about how to actually tell if you're making fitness progress, because I think that we have maybe some simple, more common ways that we think to measure fitness progress, but there's tons of different ways that you can measure fitness progress in reality. So we're going to talk about some of those and which ones you should actually be paying attention to. We're going to talk about why it's important, which kind of just touched on that a little bit. And then we're going to talk about how you can actually track that progress. Because the thing about it is, is, you know, Tony Robbins has this quote that I've always liked just being a very growth minded individual and somebody who strives to make progress in different areas of their life. He has this quote that's always kind of stuck in my head. And he just super simple. And he says, progress is happiness. As humans, We like to see progress. We don't like to feel dumb. We don't like to feel like we're putting in a bunch of work and not really seeing any results for the work that we're putting in. We like to see growth. We like to see change. We like to see progress. And the fact of the matter is when we do see progress, we're going to be more motivated. We're going to be more engaged in something. And we're much more likely to stick with things if we continue to see progress, which, again, rolls back to that consistency thing, because if we're not sticking with things. If we're always falling off, then we're not being very consistent and we're not going to see good progress. We're not going to see good growth. And that leads to slow progress that leads to people getting frustrated. And sometimes that just leads to people quitting altogether. Right. So some of the common problems that we see in fitness specifically is people have unrealistic expectations, I think. With a lot of social media now, it's very easy to hop on social media and you'll see somebody making some pretty outlandish claims like, you know, they lost 30 pounds in like five weeks or they made this crazy transformation in three weeks or like whatever the case may be. There's just a lot of examples out there that claim these unrealistic expectations and I think it puts gives us a bad framework to kind of think from, it gives us a bad view of what's actually realistic and what's actually sustainable. Um, because the fact of the matter is when it comes to fitness, especially progress takes time, like I've mentioned it before on this podcast, but for me to lose my first 75 pounds took me over a year it took me 15 months, which breaks down to about five pounds for per month. Now, it doesn't seem like a whole lot, you know, five pounds per month, probably going to see some small changes throughout each month. But like when you look back at that progress, you know, three, three months, four months, when you start seeing that 15, 20 pounds, 25 pounds fall off, you start seeing some really, really good changes. But if you go into it and you haven't seen these crazy results in 30 days or 60 days, people start to second guess themselves. They start to maybe change their plan, start doing different things. Start getting away from the things that they know are going to work as long as they do them for a long enough period. And again, that's where we get into a spot where we're just simply just spinning our wheels and we're just not happy about the progress we're making. Another super common problem that we see in fitness with in regards to making progress is people just aren't measuring the right thing. So when it comes to fitness, there's a, you know, a super common thing that a lot of us measure, and that's the weight on the scale. Which we'll talk about a little bit more later in the episode it's not necessarily a bad thing the scale can be a good tool but it's just one of many things that you can measure when it comes to fitness and when it comes to being healthier and when it comes to making progress and then lastly i think one of the other big problems that we that we see a lot in fitness is people just get solely focused on the outcome versus the actual process which you know it's kind of cliche and it's something that you hear a lot focus on the process don't necessarily just focus on the end goal or focus on the product But it's so true when it comes to fitness because you're gonna have goals in fitness which is great but fitness is supposed to be a forever thing right it's not just like okay i get to my goal of losing 50 pounds and then i never work out again or i never eat eat well again or i never you know focus on getting protein like you have to build these habits and you have to continue to do these habits for a very long period of time if you want to be able to keep your results as you go through that process you figure out what things work well for you you build up better habits, it starts to become a little bit easier. Uh, The process doesn't seem as daunting. And once you see that progress, again, you're going to be more motivated to continue those behaviors. But I think it's important to note that, you know, you have to focus on that process part of things and focus on the growth versus just that end goal, because there's always going to be another goal to chase. I can tell you from firsthand experience, like losing 75 pounds after I did that, like I was happy for a little bit, then I was like, I want to lose more or I want to you know, gain more muscle, or I want to do this, or I want to do that, there's always going to be another goal to chase. So you have to be really careful about just solely focusing on the goal. And you have to find ways to actually enjoy the process and focus more so on the process. Because again, all of these issues, those three main things that we just talked about, they lead to people being less consistent, it leads to people falling off altogether or quitting. And if you quit, you're never really going to see the results that you want. So again, it's important to realize those things and, you know, make sure you're going about this process in the right way. Because if I told you, let's say I told you, you were guaranteed, 100% guaranteed to see these results that you want in the next six months. Well, most people, if they had that 100% guarantee and there wasn't like any uncertainty at all, they would for sure do the things that they need to do. They wouldn't have an issue. But... We have to realize that we don't necessarily control how fast we make progress. There's a lot of things that go into determine how quickly we make progress, such as genetics in our environment, um, you know, the people we're around, our relationships, our choices, all that different stuff plays a role in how quickly we're going to make progress. So it's important to realize that, you know, you have control over certain things for sure. And those are the things that you should focus on. But you don't necessarily have control over how quickly you're going to, build muscle or lose weight or see the scale change like those are things that you don't have as much control over so when you solely focus on those things and they're not necessarily going in the way that you want them to go well then it's easy to get discouraged it's easy to fall off it's easy to you know think that your plan isn't working and it's easier to quit so got to make sure that you're focusing on the actions you're focusing on the behaviors that you have direct control over because those are the things that you can actually control So focus on the things you can control and it makes this process much less frustrating. It makes it more enjoyable and you're much more likely to stick with things. And so I mentioned the importance of, you know, tracking progress and paying attention to progress and how important that can be to, you know, reaching your goals. And so I was just thinking about this a little bit and I had a little uh, story that, you know, I started thinking about. That popped into my head that I thought could kind of drive this point home a little bit. So if you're somebody who's ever like played a sport or maybe you tried a new hobby or picked up something new uh, and you weren't necessarily all that great at it to begin with, which is most of us when we try new things, we're not going to be that great at it. But I was thinking about a time like that for me uh, growing up. I played a lot of different sports, did a lot of different things like that. And So my senior year in high school, I decided to go out for the golf team so that I could learn to play golf. I didn't have to do track anymore, which was a blessing because I did not like track, but I always had to do track freshman, sophomore, junior year because of football reasons. Our football coach was a track coach, and so we were pretty much forced to do track if we wanted to play football. So I had to do track all those years before, but my senior year, I didn't have to do track anymore because I was no longer going to be playing football. So went out for the golf team. And if you've ever tried to learn to play golf, or just played golf, ever tried it, you probably know that it's a difficult sport, right? There's a lot of technicalities to it. It's not just something that a lot of people pick up and are super great right away. And I know for me, I was not, you know, great right away. I had some, some ability just because, you know, have athletic background and played baseball so I could swing a little bit and have decent hand-eye coordination and stuff like that, but I was not very good when I started. Like So throughout those first couple months, I wasn't very good, but I could see myself getting better. I could see I was getting more consistent with striking the ball once I was learning some new like techniques and learning to improve my swing from the coaches and from other players that I was playing with. I was getting better at putting. I was learning kind of the ins and outs of the game. I was getting out on the golf course and, you know, just learning the rules and just learning a ton, like learning a bunch. And obviously, when you're learning, you're growing, you're seeing that progress. It was kind of addicting. Like I enjoyed going to golf practice, even though I wasn't very good. I enjoyed getting out on the golf course and being around my friends and continuing to learn and get a little bit better each day, despite the fact that I was very good. And I think that's just, again, another way to kind of explain how important that progress thing is, because you don't necessarily have to be the greatest in the world at something. You don't even have to be all that good. But if you're continuing to see progress, it keeps you engaged and it keeps you showing up. And I think the same thing goes for fitness. And I think if more people had this mindset, they would be a lot better off because a ton of people, again, they like to compare themselves. And with social media, like I said, it's super easy to do that. Like You get on social media and like you're scrolling through your feed and especially if you follow like different fitness accounts, everybody shredded, everybody looks super fit. Everybody is super strong. Like I can go on Instagram and I can see somebody who's 10 years younger than me, who's three times as strong as me, who's way more muscular than me. And I've been at this fitness thing for a good seven years. And I'll hop on there and I'll see somebody who's like, way above me in terms of strength or muscle or their looks or whatever. So again, it can be discouraging when you see that stuff. But I think that's where it's important to focus on yourself, focus on your own growth, and quit comparing yourself to so many other people because just like there's always going to be another goal to chase, there's always going to be people that are better out there at certain things than you, people that are stronger than you, people that are, have more muscle than you, people that have bigger biceps or a bigger butt or whatever. Like There's always going to be an abundance of those people that have those things that you may want to have. real magic is when you start comparing yourself to yourself and you know seeing what growth you're making what progress you're making and just focus on your own journey because that's what's important at the end of the day if you're constantly comparing yourself to other people you're never going to be happy and this whole fitness process is going to be pretty unenjoyable to say the least so important to uh focus on yourself important to focus on progress and uh continue to focus on the right things because again like i said fitness it's a long term thing. It's an infinite game. It's something that you should hopefully have the idea that you want to continue to do for you know, pretty much the rest of your life. And that means you have a lot of time to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. So to stress over you know not looking like somebody else or not hitting your goal in this short time frame, like those things are you know very small in the big picture. So make sure that you keep a good perspective on what's actually important. And, you know, it's also important to remember that anything worthwhile, especially like fitness goals, they take a while to achieve building muscle, losing fat, changing your body, you know, feeling better about yourself, building confidence, like all that stuff takes time. It doesn't just happen overnight. So you have to understand that it's going to take a little work, you're probably going to continue to have to work pretty hard and, you know, be consistent, get in the gym, do the things that you're supposed to be doing. And you're not always going to see all that progress immediately right so you have to have that delayed gratification you have to be able to continue to show up put in the work and not necessarily see the progress for a little while but once you realize that and once you start focusing on the right things again it's going to make the process much more enjoyable and when things are more enjoyable you're more likely to stick with them and you're more likely to see better progress so like once you start you know doing those things you kind of get in this good feedback loop of you're doing the right things, you're focused on the right things, you're seeing progress, you're knowing what you're specifically looking at, and that continues to keep you engaged, motivated, consistent, and you continue to make progress. And it's just this nice little feedback loop that we continue to get on. But again, that doesn't happen if you're focused on the wrong things, if you're focused on other people all the time, if you're focused just solely on the goals. So keep the things in the front of your mind that are most important. So the next section that I wanted to talk about before we get into the actual ways to measure progress, I thought it'd be helpful to just talk about like what are some realistic timelines when it comes to common fitness goals. Because like I said, very easy to think that this stuff happens quickly, like this stuff happens in a matter of weeks or even a matter of months. But when it comes down to it, like this stuff, especially like bigger transformations and hitting these bigger goals, they take sometimes several months, If not years at times to hit these certain goals. And I know like people, you know, they hear that and they're like, sheesh, like, damn, that really sucks. But like the time is going to pass regardless. So, wouldn't you rather work towards a goal that's important to you and be in a better spot a year from now versus just being in the exact same spot that you're in right now where you're not necessarily all that happy? You don't necessarily like what you see in the mirror. You don't have great confidence. You're not any closer to those goals that you wanted a year ago because, you know, you weren't seeing your progress fast enough. So, you're better off just sticking with it, being consistent, and you know, slowly getting that progress over time, than just being in a bad spot and then being in that same bad spot a year from now. So, something to keep in mind there. But just some realistic timelines for when it comes to like you know, common fitness goals. So, a very common fitness goal is people want to lose weight. It's something that I help a lot of people with. Um, a lot of the people that I work with directly have some type of goals around fat loss or weight loss and some of the expectations again for that can be thrown off quite a bit but the most basic like average expectations for weight loss is about a pound a week which again i know people hear that and they're like pound a week that's like nothing but if you actually see what a pound of fat looks like you'd be surprised at how much space that actually takes up and how much that actually is and that is really really good progress um sometimes you'll see people take some people a little bit longer, like they'll lose, you know, maybe closer to half a pound a week, if they're a little bit smaller, some people maybe who have more fat to lose will lose at a little bit quicker rate of like two pounds per week. And I guess I should say too, like when you first get into weight loss, or get into like fat loss, a lot of times you're going to see a little bit quicker progress. And that's typically just water weight. But sometimes I think people get into, you know, weight loss, and they see this rapid drop in the scale, and they think, oh, dang, I lost like five pounds, like right off the bat. So I'm going to lose five pounds every week, or I'm going to lose, you know, three pounds every week, but that's not really the way that it works. Once things kind of get balanced out a little bit, it's typically going to be around that average of about one pound per week. And again, doesn't sound like a lot, but if you take an entire year, if you lost one pound per week for an entire year, that would be 52 pounds. Some of you may have 52 pounds to lose. Like if you were somebody, you know, like me, who was in a case where, you know, I wanted to lose 75 plus pounds when I first got into this, and then eventually up to that hundred pounds that whole reaching that goal took me over a year to get to that original 75 pounds. But if you're somebody, let's say, you know, you only have 20, 30 pounds to lose, 15 pounds to lose, like you could knock that out in less than a year, no problem. But again, you have to understand what's realistic and be willing to you know put in the actions to get to that and be okay with not seeing immediate progress. Another one, let's talk about building muscle a little bit. So building muscle can be frustrating too. It's an even slower process than Fat loss, fat loss is actually quick when it comes to comparing that to building muscle. Building muscle takes a while. Um, you have to be you know, doing the right things. You gotta be getting yourself enough protein. You gotta be getting enough sleep. You gotta be pushing yourself in the gym. And when you do those things, you can absolutely build muscle, but the process is a little bit slower. So seeing some muscle gains, unless you are somebody who is like brand new in the gym is going to typically be something that you can probably notice more. So like on a monthly basis, after you get those newbie gains, you know, some people, and what I mean by newbie gains is people who are kind of new to the gym, they'll often see really, really like good increases in muscle and strength, like right away, maybe in like the first like one to six months, sometimes even a little bit longer, you'll see like really rapid gains, but that's not typical of what will continue to happen throughout your you know, entire fitness journey. If it was, everybody would be huge. Everybody would look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or Ronnie Coleman and be just absolutely massive but that's not what happens so you see really good gains at the very beginning if you're new and then it kind of slows down and then you know you're on that maybe you're building anywhere from like one to three maybe four pounds of muscle you know per month and even that would probably be a little bit high it's probably closer to like one to two pounds per month but again if you take that on a longer time scale and you're really putting in the work. If you gained you know, anywhere between like 12 to 20 pounds of muscle in a year, that would be incredible. You would look vastly different. You'd feel better. You'd be stronger. So again, understand it takes time. But if you're willing to do those things, if you're willing to delay that gratification a little bit, then you can see that really good progress. Um, when it comes to a goal like gaining strength, this is something that you typically can see a little bit sooner. And again, this is something, you know, if you're newer to the gym, you're going to see more Strength increases more frequently as you're somebody who gets into the gym, maybe you've been lifting for quite a few years now, you're not going to see those strength gains from week to week like somebody who would be brand new in the gym. This is more so going to be somebody like once you're in the gym for, you know, two, three years, you're probably going to see strength gains more so on like a monthly timeline. So like maybe at the beginning of the month, you know, you're benching 300 pounds by the end of the month, you might be at like 305. So that'd be some nice gains. And that'd be something that you could be proud of but again when you have these unrealistic unrealistic expectations of like okay i want to increase my bench by 25 pounds from this month to this month well then you're kind of just setting yourself up for disaster there so you will see strength gains you know adding more weight to the bar adding more reps with the same weight being able to do more volume all those things will continue to increase increase but You should think about those things more so on like a monthly basis versus just like a you know day-to-day or even like a weekly basis better energy this is something you know oftentimes people will get into fitness because they say they want to have better energy and this is something that you see typically a little bit quicker it doesn't take all that much time to start feeling better physically once you start really getting getting into working out a lot of times people who have either you know not been in the gym like ever, or people who just took a lot, a lot of time off, they'll be pretty run down the first week or two, maybe even three, as they're kind of getting back into the routine, getting used to it, like your body's just not used to exerting itself in this way, you know, doing all this stuff, lifting weights, being physical, burning energy, all that sort of stuff. So your body will be a little bit run down for the first two, three weeks. But as you get into it, you know, a month into it, maybe a couple months into it, you start to see those energy levels are feeling a lot better. And you'll notice that like, as you continue to get in a better routine, as you're getting your exercise in and, you know, doing the things you need to do, your energy levels will actually better when you do work out versus when you don't work out. You may notice like you get into a good routine and then maybe you take like a week off or a couple weeks off or whatever, like your energy levels may start to dip a little bit because your body actually responds to, you know, feeling good and it gets used to getting that exercise in and it starts to be something that you feel better when you do it. Like you have better energy when you do exercise, which I think is sometimes a misconception with people. They're like, I feel so tired when I work out. Like, well, that's because your body's not used to it and you're not in a good routine. But once you get in a good routine, you're gonna be much better off. You can stick to that routine and you're gonna feel better. Energy levels are gonna be better. It's gonna allow you to do a lot of the things that you wanna do in life. Be better at your job, be better around your kids, be better around your spouse. Like all those things require energy. And when you have better energy, because of working out, that's going to just increase the quality of your life. So important one there. Um, and then lastly, you know, people have these goals around building a better kind of mindset, or maybe just feeling better mentally, which we know exercise is a huge factor in. Um, and this is something that can literally happen in a single day, like you could not work out, and then you go get some exercise in and you literally can feel better that day. So super powerful tool when it comes to feeling better mentally. I know, like, For me personally, like as a person who really enjoys working out and like getting in the gym or even getting outside, and going for a run or going for a walk, like I always feel better mentally after I get my workout in. So it can be a really nice tool for you to use if that is a goal for you. And it's really nice because again, you see those, you feel those results so quickly. And it's just nice to have something like that, that can just change your mood, that can change your focus, that can change the way you feel about your day, just from simply, you know, going and moving your body a little bit. So those are just a couple of things that I wanted to hit on, because again, those are probably five of the most common goals that I hear about when working with people. And so it's, again, it's important to have those realistic timelines so that you're not going into this thing with just unrealistic expectations and not being able to meet those expectations. And you're feeling like maybe you're not doing enough, maybe you need to change your plan, maybe it's not working. So having you know the right expectations going into this whole process or going into your goals, I think is really important. So um, wanted to touch on that real quick, and then lastly, this uh, this final section that I wanted to talk about a little bit is actual ways that you can measure progress. So, we talked about earlier at the beginning, you know, some ways that you can that people often measure progress is the scale, which like not necessarily a bad thing, but there's several different ways that you can measure progress, and you know, th- I'm just going to talk about some of them, but there's other things that you can measure too. That I, you know, maybe I'll mention at the end, just rattle off a couple other things that you can think of or. Maybe that is more important to you. Um, But these are just some of the common ones that I like to remind people of. And the thing about it is like the more ways that you have to measure, the better, because it allows for you to have more of those small wins to feel like you're making better progress. And when it comes to health and fitness, a lot of it comes from mindset and it comes from recognizing, you know, that this whole process of health and fitness, like it's pretty simple when you think about it, like you need to move your body, you need to eat healthy foods. need to you know get good sleep you need to get around good people like that's really the basis of health and fitness but if it was that easy everybody would be doing it but that's not the case because a lot of it comes down to our mentality it comes down to our mindset so we have to figure out ways that we can be more motivated be more engaged and be more likely to be consistent and that's what again progress does for you so having more ways that you can measure progress is something super simple that you can do that can help keep you accountable, help keep you moving in the right direction and help keeping you strive towards those goals. So getting into some of these different ways that you can measure progress. All right, so number one, the scale. You know, it's a popular one that people use to measure. But a couple things that I'll say about the scale is number one, that the scale is just a tool. It's not the end all be all. It doesn't necessarily give you the whole story. All it does is it tells you what you weigh on a given day and that's really it. Now, if you have goals around losing weight or if you have goals around even gaining weight or building muscle, the scale can be a valuable tool. It can let you know if you're trending in the right direction based on, you know, your weekly goals. If you're trending downwards, you're heading in a good spot. You're trending upwards if you're trying to build muscle or even gain weight then you know you're heading in the right direction. So it can be helpful from that aspect. But again, it's not the only way to measure progress and it's something that you shouldn't necessarily get obsessive over and it's something that you definitely shouldn't let, you know, dictate how you feel about your day, because that's another common thing that I see with people, especially if they have goals around, let's say weight loss or fat loss. They feel like they're doing these things right. Maybe they've been really consistent for a couple of weeks. They step on the scale one day and the scale is up. The scale has gone up a couple of pounds, which again can be for several reasons. Most times it's just simply based on water weight. So it's not like you're just magically gained two pounds of fat overnight. That's not really how the body works. It's typically just water weight. So you're hanging on to more water, the scales up, no big deal. Keep doing your thing and you'll notice that it'll drop over time. But some people, they step on that scale in the morning and they allow it to dictate how they feel about themselves, how they feel about that day. Maybe if they are going to eat less food that day, like all those things. So again, I urge you just to remember the fact that scale is a tool. It's not the end all be all and it doesn't necessarily tell the whole story. Once you can recreate that you know solid relationship with using the scale as just data and just something that you know you use to measure your progress a little bit. I think your relationship with yourself and with just fitness and health in general becomes a lot better. Second way that you can measure progress: so strength levels in the gym is a really good one. No matter your goal, whether you have goals around fat loss, whether you have goals around, especially if you have goals around building muscle, building strength, obviously, but really any time that you're in the gym, I think. A good goal to have is to continue getting stronger because we know that getting stronger is correlated with building more muscle. Building more muscle and strength is correlated with living longer as well as living better lives because you're able to do the things you want to do and all that good stuff. So obviously strength levels in the gym, good way to measure progress and simple Enough. You just see. Are you lifting more weight over time? Are you doing more reps over time? Are you able to get more volume in your workouts? Basically, are you able to do more work within those workouts over time? Those are all really easy ways to measure if you're continuing to make progress. So, for example, on month one, let's say you know you're lifting 100 pounds on the bench press. By month two, maybe you're up to 105 or 110. That means that you are getting stronger. That means that you are making gains in the gym, that means that you are building muscle, you're doing really good things. Or maybe let's say you lifted 100 pounds on the bench press for eight reps, and then you come in on month two, and you can do it for 12 reps. Well, that means that you got stronger, because you can use that same weight, and you can now do more reps. So again, that's another good thing. Maybe when you first started getting into your workouts, you hadn't worked out for a while, and you were barely making it through your workouts, you you know, you were struggling quite a bit. But as you get into month two or month three, you're noticing that you're able to Get in all those sets. You're feeling really good at the end of your workout, and maybe you're even able to add a little finisher in at the end of your workout. Maybe you know a little cardio or something like that. So you can tell that you're able to get more volume in, which again is another good measure that you are making progress in the gym. Uh, Number three, energy levels. So that's another good way to measure some progress. So just and these ones are more subjective. So you just ask yourself, you know, after maybe a couple of months of working out, like do you feel like you have more energy throughout your days? Do you feel like you get less tired throughout the day? Do you feel like your workouts are better, more energized? Do you feel like you're sleeping better? Because again, as I talked about, a lot of people think that when it comes to working out, that working out is just gonna make them super tired and drain you, and it's typically the opposite. Unless you're somebody who's like you know, a power lifter or a bodybuilder and you're in the gym for like two, three hours and you know, it's your whole job, well, you should be going in there with the intent to make progress, but you also wanna be coming out of that workout feeling pretty good about yourself. You shouldn't be absolutely just drained and dead and you know beat up every single time you leave the gym of course that's going to happen sometimes and you should push yourself and really push the intensity but most of the time you should feel pretty good when you're coming out of your workouts and throughout the rest of your day another one number 4 I think how are your clothes fitting so when it comes to either building muscle or maybe even losing fat how are your clothes fitting so this can be a good measure because again as i said the scale is one tool but another really good tool to see is how are your clothes fitting if your clothes are looser and your goal is to lose weight or lose fat that's probably a good thing that means that you're moving in the right direction you're trying to bulk up if you're trying to build muscle and your clothes are starting to feel a little snug maybe you're starting to know your t-shirts are a little tighter around the arms or your jeans are a little tighter around the butt and the legs that means that you're probably moving in the right direction obviously you want to be careful about you know putting on a bunch of fat or something like that because that could also be the case but you know if you're doing it in a good sustainable way doing all the right things that probably means that you're moving in the right direction as well and I think this is often one that gets overlooked because again we like to hyper focus on the number on the scale for whatever reason. But checking how your clothes are fitting is a really good one that you can use and something that you can pay attention to. Progress picks. This is a personal favorite of mine. Taking weekly or at least monthly progress picks is a really good way to keep tabs on the physical changes that you're making over time. Because again, that scale is just one tool. Using progress pictures is a really good way to see some of those physical changes that you're making within your body. And it's hard to tell because Sometimes like, you know, you're you're getting up every day and you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you might not think that you're making any kind of changes, but then when you go ahead and you compare it, let's say from week one to week four and you look at the progress pictures, you can see some changes within your body, but the scale might've only moved a pound. Maybe you didn't really notice anything when you were looking in the mirror every single morning, but when you compare those two pictures, you can see some differences. Maybe there's a little bit less fat in your midsection. You're starting to see some abs a little bit. Maybe your love handles are going down a little bit. You have a little bit less fat around that back area or whatever the case may be. But progress pictures are a really good way to continue to measure that progress. So I always try to urge people to take progress pictures. It's always nice, too, because like if you do have goals around like a physical transformation, it's really motivating to see where you started and to compare that to where you are right now. It's something that you know I always do from time to time. Go back and look at some of my older pictures and look at myself now it's motivating for you it can be motivating for others um it's just nice to have that you know that reassurance that you know okay i've been doing all these things i've been working my butt off and it's paying off but one thing i'll say too when you are using progress pictures is that you want to try to be consistent as possible when it comes to taking these pictures because again back to the social media thing but you'll often see people who like either edit their pictures, or maybe they take them in different lighting, uh, different clothes, like all that stuff can make a difference in how you actually look. Like if you get somebody in a certain lighting versus a different lighting, they might look completely different. So for your own sake, just try to be consistent with it. So you can be pretty cut and dry about where you actually are making changes, where you're seeing things on your body change, because you're, you're doing this for yourself, hopefully, you know, you don't want to just go on there and just, you know, have these crazy transformation pictures, just so you can go and put it on, you know, the internet or social media and feel good about yourself for a little bit. Because that stuff doesn't really matter all that much. Again, you know, we want to focus on ourselves, we want to focus on our own growth. So just try to be as consistent as possible when it comes to those. But progress picks is another, another favorite of mine. And then lastly, we have, is your mental state getting better? And this again, I think is another highly underrated, highly underrated way that we measure progress. And I think it's one that will continue to be brought up more and more as we get into fitness more and as as the time continues to go on because you know especially here in the United States there's a lot of issues with people struggling with anxiety with depression you know medications for those things have continued to go up and exercise is literally one of the best tools that you can use to help combat that stuff so I think you know being able to measure your mental state and if that stuff is getting better with exercise with working out you know with increasing your health I think is massively underrated and something that we should pay attention a little bit more to and again this is going to be more subjective but just some simple questions that you can ask yourself from time to time like are you feeling better mentally take note of those things like when you leave the gym and you're just like feeling on cloud nine like take note of those things because it's going to continue to reinforce those good behaviors and it's going to make you want to get back in the gym more and more do you feel like you have better focus like we know that when we're exercising continues to increase our focus we feel better we're able to focus on things longer we're able to You know, achieve our goals. Maybe we're better at work. So do you feel like you have better focus? More confidence. This is a huge one. A lot of people that come to me to work with me, almost all of them say that, you know, I want to work out or I want to lose weight, but like when we really boil it down and we really like get into it, it's because they want to be more confident in their own skin. And rightfully so. I was the same way. Like I wasn't super confident being in, you know, the body that I had because I knew that I could, you know, do better. I wanted to have more confidence within myself. Um, And I also wanted that to, you know, kind of spread into other areas of my life, which it absolutely did. So do you feel like you're getting more confident? Like, do you feel like you have more confidence in yourself? Maybe you're getting more confident in the gym, all that good stuff. Do you feel like you are happier? Again, we know that exercise is good for our mental health. Like if you're feeling, noticing that you're in a better mood, like you're happier, that's really awesome thing to take note of and something that, you know, you shouldn't take lightly. So again, all these things are massively underrated and I don't think they're paid attention to enough. But the longer you're in fitness, I think the more you hear people really start to talk about these things and why they really make fitness a priority. Yes, all the physical benefits are awesome. Like all that stuff is great. But when it really comes down to it, like the mental side of of fitness, I think is just as important, maybe even more so important for, you know, yourself as a whole, because of how it's going to affect you and how you move throughout your life, but also how it's going to affect the other people around you as well. So um, with that being said, that kind of wraps it up here bringing this thing home, you know, like I said, tracking progress is super helpful when it comes to staying motivated, when it comes to being engaged. And, you know, mentioned multiple ways just in that last section that you can measure progress. So things like progress picks, you know, the scale, clothes fitting better, better mental state, better energy, getting strong in the gym. Those are all really good ways to measure progress. But the big thing is, continue to pay attention to those ways that you are getting those small wins because that is going to keep you invested, that's going to keep you consistent, and that's going to, again, overall just make you a healthier person. It's going to make you a happier person, a more robust and, you know, higher functioning individual, which are all really good things. And so with that being said, I hope this was helpful. Hope that you got, you know, a good tip or two out of this this podcast. And if it was helpful if you did find some good value in this just do this do me one solid do me one favor and just send this to someone who you think should hear this maybe somebody who's struggled in the past with falling off maybe consistency has been an issue maybe they feel like you know they're doing all the right things but they're not really making progress send this to that person because there's a lot of people that really need to hear this message again this is something that i hear all the time i have conversations about this all the time about like people not feeling like they're making progress. People feeling like they're just spinning their wheels, like people just feeling like they're wasting their time. So it's important to get this message out there because like if you're doing the right things, continue to do those right things and make sure you're you know, paying attention to all those ways that you are making progress. Because I promise if you're doing the actions, if you're being consistent with those things, you are making progress. So it's important to notice when you are making progress and be proud of those things. Celebrate those small wins because that's going to make you continue to stay invested in this thing for the long term. And ultimately have a better life so again hope this was helpful and then lastly i'll just say uh, if there's anybody out there who is looking for a little bit of help maybe a little bit of assistance a little bit of motivation a little bit of accountability maybe you need help getting started with your own personal plan um, i do have some one-on-one coaching spots open i've uh, been trying to take those on more slowly just because i want to make sure that as i'm adding people to you know that roster that we're able to spend a lot of time together have a lot of open communication and get you you know the best plan and the best results possible so i mean i am taking those people on you know pretty slowly but if you're interested make sure you fill out an interest app which i'll link in the show notes and uh i will get back to you but that is all i have for now appreciate you guys listening like always and uh we will see you guys next week